too late. I've started recording without you. I don't care. I can do a podcast all by myself. Watch me. Yeah, it was an ongoing thing that I had to like. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it was, there was no, um, well, I added three of them because I'm going overseas for a month. So yeah. those things were like pretty new, but then I had to call for other things in general. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I really don't want to. Oh, I really don't want to. Oh, I really don't want to. And then I just did it. And then I was like, hey, it works. It's great. Yeah, the That's crippling awesome. anxiety isn't as uh, uh, overwhelming as you would think it would be. No. And like, honestly, I thought I'd be on hold for a really long time because some of them were like, I had to put my name on an account or I had to change yeah. something or I had to do this or that. And it was very painless. It was like five minutes tops, and then I got it done. That's good. Like do you, each phone call was yeah. Really do you short. prepare like what you're going to say? Like do you have an idea? Like just to, like <laughs> like just like even greetings or small talk. Like hey, how are you? Or good morning. How like do? You, because I always struggle with trying to figure out like how to mm. approach a um like the the like why I'm calling. You know, I, I find it, it difficult on the phone call, right? Because yeah, no, I've done stuff like that before. Usually, if it's like a super stressful one, then I will. Or if it's okay, like one good. where I'm like, oh no, I, you know, like where you kind of have to ask for something, or yeah. or if it's like a really big inconvenience, or if it's like something's wrong with my account, but I don't want to be the bad guy here. But like, here's all the details, so I don't yeah, yeah. blank on it. Um, I'll do that, but these ones were just like, I just need to add my name to an account that I already have. I just need you to like put my name on the bill kind of thing. You know, it's kind of hard when you, when you've got a partner visa and you're like, I need to be a person yeah. as well as this other person. So they were really understanding about that. So that was pretty cool. Like I did have all my information, like account numbers, yeah. and all these things pulled up. So I didn't have to worry about that but i didn't actually write out my script like hi my name is carolyn today i would like to did you work it in front of the mirror just to sort of see like what energy you need to give off in that yeah Yeah. (laughs) you want to go with understated i think you know understated subdued Mm. a little bit of uh you know assuredness is what you're Mm. after there i think go with that one next time maybe yeah give me some acting tips for some uh, reason I do usually use the same joke, though, if I ever have to spell out my name for people. Because um, they won't know. They're, I'm no. never going to speak to them again. But I That's have to point. use the joke of, like, I have to spell out my name. And it is the weirdest spelling of this name that I think it is odd. seen. And I didn't even and, realize it. And then I always go something along the lines of, haha, you can thank my parents for that. And then they always laugh. And I'm like, yes, I made someone laugh today. So I feel validated. <laughs> they had a laugh. We're all good all around so it's still a relatable joke like you can use that in 10 15 30 years time <laughs> like you know, it's you're still going to get that laugh that's yeah. the beauty of it <laughs> but there's going to be a point like where you'll end up calling up someone who you've spoken to before and they'll be oh, like no. oh i've heard that one. Oh no and then where do you 15 go 15 years will they understand am i that like am i that memorable i don't think that i am that's a good point yeah but maybe that's the only joke they've heard in that context. Oh, oh God. In 15 years? Oh, That's yeah. the only joke they've heard in 15 years? And it comes Actually, back. Then, you know what? They deserve another joke. It's and not impossible. Point... It's the same joke. Is oh, it? Well, well, what am I going to say? Okay, if they yeah. say, oh, I've heard that one. I think it was from you. I'll have to go, <laughs> oh, well, have you heard the one 
about the roof and they'll be like oh my god no what what's that one and i'll be like oh never mind it's probably a bit over your head oh yeah and then they'll sort of just hang up on me and i'll be like wait i have to change my oh (laughs) (laughs) well i guess i'm homeless (laughs) shit (laughs) another thing that i thought of which i don't know why but it's just something that has sort of uh drawn my curiosity is uh women's professional sports team <gasps> names. yes it has yeah it has well yes I like so the the you well, wait well no like team names but also yeah the oh, u.s names. But, but like the u.s winning the yes thank uh, you women's world cup i would love is, to i would love to just sort of like yeah. rub that in a little bit more yeah i was well i mean like oh look they were they were it wasn't as you know, like they they were favorites, but they weren't clearly like you know. It was a much more open competition this year than than in previous uh, tournament editions. And I really, honestly thought that Australia were uh, like genuinely in with a chance, like not not just like a puncher's chance, but just their their near and elite squad and. It just it, it felt like they couldn't quite find the momentum, and losing that first game against Italy, I think whoever it was, it really broke like the it, it sort of like tore the wind, tore the sails essentially. And I mean they made it into the quarterfinals. I mean so the round of sixteen, but just it felt like they were always in an uphill battle. But you can gloat as much as you want to. In that uh, no, no, well. I just think it was a big win for women in general oh, because men right. were talking about it. So like that's a win. Oh, right okay. See that's but yeah. see, that's the th- yeah, it's exactly right. Like I'm not talking like yeah, because for me it was like I'm just talking about the fact that like I was talking about performances and like not about them being women. And I think that's that was a big leap um, yeah. Yeah, this definitely. year. In that it was it, it was focusing more on actually what's happening on the field. I know there's a whole thing with equal pay and, and everything like that as well, which is um, both simple and complicated at the same time. But um, yeah, it was just great to kind of watch it and be like, oh, I'm disappointed that Australia is not playing. Uh, that got knocked out. You know, that, that's that's what I want to. I don't want to like. I don't want. I, I think we're moving past the whole. Um, point of it just being great that it's happening and more into okay so they're good but now they're also sometimes they might not be as good as they should be and that's totally fine but we're always we're more and more talking about the performance more than just women actually playing sport it's just like well that's the performance now and it's becoming less in a way less gendered if that makes sense you know we're not yeah like we're not being like well it's great it's just like, well, it's great, but now it's part of the culture, which means that they have expectations, not just because they're women, but because they're professional athletes, you know? And I was annoyed at um, how they, how there was criticism of the US team being like ruthless. And I'm like, that's annoying because they're a professional sports team 
at the World Cup, like the pinnacle like, of their sport. Yeah, um, they're meant to be a bit like they're gonna try. Yeah, um, and <laughs> they're not, not going. To, oh. Yeah, and they're not going to be demure about it. Like that's just not what happens. And no, it's the World Cup. And look, maybe it's not as that wasn't that criticism wasn't as prevalent. It just sort of sticks out a little bit more. I think that was something that definitely up to maybe four or five years ago was a thing when it came to women sports is that they shouldn't be as assertive or, you know, um, aggressive in the way they play or their attitude. But now it's clearly, I think a lot of that has been shed, which is great because they have to be competitive and aggressive and smart and physical and, you know, mentally like have a mental capacity to you know deliver on the biggest stage in the world um, for their sport and you know you, you can't just say well I think when they smashed Thailand 13 nil everyone was like oh man man they should have put let let the let off the um the accelerator a little bit I'm like well no that's just that's just they they took it to them and yeah it's embarrassing but we've had embarrassing ones before in both men's and women's sports. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just now because it's much more uh, uh, accessible, you know, like you, you, more people are watching it, so it's more people are going to talk about it. Um, so ultimately it's a good thing, but that was something that wasn't a surprise that it came up, but it's just well, I'm just Yeah, that, that's the thing that's really like, how are you going to win a game if you're not being... Like, you don't have to be aggressive and, like, hurt people, which... No, no. No one's doing that, but, like, you're gonna try. I mean, you're in the world, like... Yeah, you, the World Cup. It's the World Cup. Like, it's the world. <laughs> you want to get that. <laughs> it is a cup for the world. That is yeah. important. Um, which is kind of funny, because I... It's, it's almost like... So I guess my my sports was swimming, and so it's like it's like if I went to the Olympics and someone went like, oh, she shouldn't be so fast. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. What? <laughs> what are you slow down, about? slow down, slow down. Let other just, people have a chance. Wait, what? Yeah, be <laughs> happy that you're here. You know, just appreciate that you're here in the first place. Like, and yeah, and I think like like you said, like um, you know, there were a couple games where they kind of smashed it out of the park, and. Yeah that's okay like you have that in men's soccer as well sometimes they just one team gets flogged and yeah it's yeah. a bit embarrassing but like the other team isn't going to necessarily let up because anything could happen in the game you know that yeah exactly half, like everything could turn around so it really you're could it's going to try your best yeah and i think you'll see that less and less at the higher at these higher level tournaments in women's so, uh, I mean, I guess in, 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 in most women's sports in general over the next few years, maybe like the next decade or so, as more countries and more programs d- are developed that allow for a more equal playing field. So you're not going to get... <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but pun intended. Definitely intended. You know, so you're not going to... It's going to be much... It's going to be flatter in that sense. Um you know, you, you just, you don't get that. Like, I remember there's, there was a few matches um, in the 2014 World Cup that were, you know, where Brazil got crushed by Germany 7-1. But that was more of a shock because it's just, it, it's Brazil getting crushed by Germany, which doesn't just 
it, it was like a national no and like a, it was a national year of mourning like it was in brazil like of, of all places and it was just the worst for like brazil brazil kind of that was it like they they just fell off a cliff but and that was a shock whereas the one where u.s beat thailand i god i hope it's thailand that it was and not um now you have to look it up yeah i do now um See, but okay Thailand, hey wait wait disclaimer thailand you did your best and you still did yeah. awesome i mean so. look they made the world cup so hey that's yeah. freaking awesome yeah, yeah. Like, but let's I'll, I'll just read read you through what um uh the, the u.s their games uh, and their results so they that was the first match and they won 13 nil the second one they won three nil against chile the, the their third uh, round robber match was against sweden they won two nil so Again, this feels like an Damn, aberration. Their defense, yeah. Yeah, and they won two one against Spain in the round of sixteen. The quarterfinals, they won two one against France. Uh, in the semis, they won two one against England, and then they won two nil against the Netherlands in the, the final. Netherlands, yeah. But so that's the thing. So like, the, it it was an aberration more than anything else, and I think it speaks more to maybe just the inequality uh, in terms of what Thailand are able to achieve at this point can uh then you know the u.s team being like you know bullies or anything like that you know like that's just that's just how it well i think when you get beat like that you're going to try harder next time you're gonna have yeah. like a different coach or like your coach is gonna be like all right we're gonna try this this year like it's all yeah like, you get other elements into yeah. it it was great that it was such a big uh well-covered tournament you know, like, but still kind of sucked that Australia got knocked out. Sorry, Australia. That's all right. We'll be back. In... Actually, we didn't even play you, so. No, you didn't. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you know what? But like I said, like, someone's going to lose in sports and that's going to fuel them for the next time. I think that's like a, that's yeah because yeah. that that's it's funny that's not a thing that was sort of I don't know I, I, maybe this is just my perception um, you might be different with this but I, like when it came to uh, women's sports like women's professional sports or even like amateur sports that has become professional now like cricket is definitely prof- like definitively professional for women these days which is great and hopefully it keeps building but it felt more like with women's sport and even in like the olympics and stuff like that it like it felt more like it wasn't about winning or losing if you know what i mean like when you were up against an actual opponent it was just celebrating the fact that you were on the field or on the court which makes sense in some ways because of how you know I guess relatively new. Like, I mean, women in sport have been around for such a long time. Um, like, you just take a look at tennis, for example. Uh, especially ever since like the sixties and seventies, it really did kind of take on a bigger life than most other women's sports. But yeah, it did feel like the emphasis was more on just competing and not actually realizing that you have to defeat someone. Which is, in a way, like I don't know. Maybe this is antiquated, but I. I maybe it does feel like people think of it as a as a more masculine thing in the wrong way i think like they just have this misconception that having to defeat someone is a masculine thing and not um, something that also women can do or 
I guess, other genders as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I think it's like everyone's kind of coming around. Um, yeah. It's, it's really changed. But I mean, obviously, I think it started out as a very, well, sport was like a masculine thing. You know, look at the yeah. Olympics. <laughs> it was literally, it, it, I mean, okay, let's be real. It was literally naked men rolling around in the dirt. Like, that yeah. was Greece for you. Yeah. Ancient Greece, Olympics, <laughs> you're welcome. Exactly. What a picture. Yeah. Um, you can't unsee that. I don't really know why you had to be. Oh, that's because no women could compete then secretly, I think. In what? What do you mean? Like in, in, in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they were named. In, like, in the ancient Olympics. The ancient. No, it's no yeah. longer. You, you can yeah. wear clothes now. Okay. Um, that is, Damn that it. is one of the. Put. Yeah. Well, I, I went to watch, but I was very sorely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't, um, you, there was not as much uh, low-hanging fruit, so to speak, in that. Uh, yes, oh, yes, well. there was, um... There, there was, was a lot of coverage, uh, too much coverage. Get it, just, you said low-hanging fruit, and we're yeah. just, I, I need to leave this conversation <laughs> at the moment. That's just, it's too much. Yeah. And yet not that. enough. <laughs> we're deep into it now. We can't get we're, out of oh, it. We're t- yeah. <laughs> it's too late. It's, so I'm I'm sensing that this is our not Godfather. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I mean, okay, to be fair, we were just talking about um, women's sports and how yes. women are rocking it and, uh-huh. and how specifically the U.S. soccer team was rocking it. But also the other teams were like, you know, the fact that they're getting in there and playing and like – developing their own strategies and stuff like that yeah i think people are finally kind of taking notice and being like oh that's awesome um i suppose this is a really good um segue because we were just talking about women's struggles and i was gonna bring up the fact that four of the freshman congresswomen were just told to go back to the country that they came from which is the u.s so uh, <laughs> if that's part of the racism so that not a, we're going to bring yeah. up. Yeah. It's not a long was, trip back, uh, really. They're, they it's, just, it's they're, really not. You know, no. Maybe um, like a one, couple of hours flight, really, back to Yeah, like one New woman York was and, born in a different country. Um, but she's a U.S. But citizen. But the other ones were, which is um, sort of, yeah. I guess, brings me to the point that I feel like some people in – in, you know, in, in various countries, in the U.S., in, in, I've seen it in Australia, mm. um, I've seen it in other places, they just sort of equate a different colored person to obviously not being from there. And that's yeah. just so not, like, I mean, the U.S. used to have, like, the thing of the melting pot. and I mean, it still is. It really is still. It, yeah, like, that's yeah. its nickname. So, obviously, you're going to have people who initially came from a bunch of different places but are now American. And yeah. that's the country they want to be in. That's the country they That's swore the dream. Um, that was the dream. They're making it work for them. Um, I mean, like, let's – going back, like, my family was immigrants too. But no one ever thinks of that because I'm white. And it's yeah. just so – I guess you never really – like, I, I thought of it, but I never really saw it so strikingly obvious as when – um, as when Trump was like, yeah, clearly you're not from here. And you just, what? Yeah. You just, and then you just realize people think this way. Yeah. I think that's, that's crazy. It's so, um, it, at, at 
simultaneously it is so easy and so difficult to wrap your head around yeah and it it totally as well um technically everyone is an immigrant because we're totally disregarding first nations peoples who were there before so all the native yeah like we're descendants descendants of immigrants like yeah all of us are actually you know like but that's obviously that's sort of the um a little bit of the colonialism mindset yeah. as well. Like, oh, well, we found this spot, so we're going to have it. And yeah. then, But then you're like, well, you weren't the first people here. So so really, if you want to go back far enough, um, you know, but, white people aren't supposed to be there. No. So, but, yeah, but, like it's... But do you feel like maybe like that... I, I just feel like maybe that historical context doesn't have as much, I guess, tangible relevancy. It's still a huge, I guess... Um, uh, there's a lot of ground still to make up for uh, the colonial era. Uh, Definitely, yeah. And, but, yeah, you know, I think I, yeah. but it's tough to kind of like say to people, well, you're, we're all immigrants because it's like you, you weren't here before these people. These, they were here already. And like that sort of, it, I don't know if that helps or hinders the conversation. It's, yeah, it's kind of, uh, it's a little bit of both. I think it's yeah. good to sort of have that shock value in there and be like, "Hey, well, when you think about it, like, but would all they? Of us would they? Immigrants. Would they accept but it? Depending you know, on like, who you're talking to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the depending thing. On who you're talking to, um, because yeah, I guess um, before they founded America, it was just the colonies. Yeah, um, which you know, like belonged to England. Yeah, so Spain. I don't know that it has too much. Like, it's good to remember, and I think it's yes. good for people. I, I don't know. Like, it's it's good to remember, and and I yeah. will bring it up because um, I think it still allows you to see that hey, you know what, we were immigrants too, and that's okay. Because a lot of yeah. people, if if you phrase it right, you realize that maybe your. Um, your family was trying to get away from something too. Well, that's a, like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, I think in, in that mindset, like, not that the Cong- Congresswoman's family is necessarily moved for that reason, but like, that's, we do get immigrants yeah. for that reason, and that's okay, and that's what we're here for. And like, hey, if your country's not safe for you, that was supposed to be America. Like, that was yeah. supposed to be the new thing that's now safe for everyone. So, yeah. phrased in that way, I think it is very helpful um, because I think. Uh, like, oh, it was, I was reading something on the internet, which is, you know, totally, the internet's never false. Uh, <laughs> but I was reading something of this, this one woman who was mentioning that she is, like, first-generation American and her parents are Russian and they wanted to get away from something happening there. Yeah. And no one ever calls that into question or even cares about it. But as soon as yeah. you start bringing, like, the South American countries or anything like that, people start going, oh, no, you can't come. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just sort of the whole, here, I'll just dump all the immigration problems and, like, and, and racism and, and everything that I'm upset about onto you and you Perfect. just sort it out in about 15 minutes. Does that sound good? Perfect. Go for it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I just did. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, okay, okay, I can deal with this. Just give me a couple of seconds and I'll I'll figure it out. You I sense, are- like, the existential dread coming yeah, right now. So that's I, I'm having an out-of-body experience here. Mm. It's really... 
um, uh, baffling to to sort of see the complete breakdown of civility um, and decency, uh, and, and the the threat that it entails, not just over in America, but like the the aftershocks and the consequences of that if things don't get better is something that will have will have effects here in Australia um, and in other parts of the world and I mean Australia obviously has a very checkered history as well but you know I guess we're just not as dominant and it does um, feel like we get drawn into the wake of other countries um, especially when it comes to um, immigration and, and the topic of racism but I just for me it, it it stuns it stuns me a lot just to like so we, yeah so we're all kind of from descended from immigrants you know like in in the 1840s and 50s before uh, the Civil War there was um, in uh, in America there was a lot of racism and prejudice directed towards um, and a lot of blame towards what was happening in America directed towards uh, Irish and German people who were considered not Anglo or not white, you know, Um, and that their religion was, you know, a bad thing and not what um, America stood for. And also, and then, in the 1840s, there was totally slavery still, so there's, like, that's a thing, too. Well, but, yeah, yeah like, there, there was that. been someone <laughs> they've been but, mad about, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's funny how, like, it's not it's not just there's always a scapegoat. So I guess with the mm-hmm. slavery part, it was it, slavery wasn't a scapegoat. It was, like, a, a huge a huge division between the North and the South. Words. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in Australia, we've had that as well. You know, we've, we've had side eyes when it comes to people from Greek or Italian descent um, not being considered real Australians uh, when a lot of them emigrated over here from uh, Europe after the Second World War. And then, uh, and then when you had a lot of um, immigrants from different parts of Asia coming through in the, uh, I want to say starting from, like, the late 70s all the way through, like, to the early 80s and whatnot. Uh, and then now from, you know, the the vast array that we get now from South, uh, from, like, the subcontinent and India, Pakistan, all that sort of stuff, uh, from the Middle East, from Africa. So there's this sort of kind of, like, this escalation with people, but there's always been someone there that's not supposed you know, that, you know, I guess white people or people who are prejudiced or who are racist look down upon, you know, and say, There's you're not meant to be there. person, like the newest yeah. person kind of has it. Yeah. Least, it seems. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's yeah, exactly because, right. Like, um, before, I guess there was, you were saying in American history, um, yeah, people didn't like the Irish immigrants. Before that, they didn't like the Chinese immigrants. Like, yeah. there's always been someone who is like new and not welcome. And I'm not really sure why that is, because I guess obviously talking in a podcast there's not much we can do just talking but no i i have happy things to leave you with and yes. like i know i like I'm, I'm like oh i really need to leave this in a happy way but, um, so my thought is it's totally cool to have traditions and things like that and i guess my family doesn't have too many traditions and it has a couple from the polish side but you know like 
I don't really follow that as much. But why would you not want to learn about other people's traditions? Because when you look at it, it's so cool. Like, maybe they don't celebrate Christmas, but maybe they have this thing called Hanukkah, and you get to learn all about that, and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And even if you don't want to celebrate it, you learn something new. And yeah. I think I think there's no reason to be threatened by new things. Like, as, as soon as you just accept that this is a new thing, it's kind of cool, and now I can learn all about it because I have new friends. Mm. Um, that's, like, that's, that's to me, is, is amazing. So... Uh, for example, I just, um, yesterday I went to a student film shoot and it was really fun. Um, and I met some lovely people and it turns out the director, uh, has parents who are initially from Lebanon and they've been living here for like 25 years, but obviously they can still, they speak English and they speak Lebanese and that's awesome. And she made us. Um, some food and and one of the oh. things she made was this dessert named namura i, th- right. I hope i'm i'm saying that right uh, that's i hope my pronunciation is good yeah <laughs> but look um, you can butcher you can butcher pronunciations as long as, long as you love what you've got there i oh, think we all man. we all try our best like and i just i've never met anyone from specifically from lebanon before right and the fact that she went to this this thing and she made us this dessert and i was like oh my god this is so good and it's kind of <laughs> like honey and almond and like all kind of oh very, yeah. very sweet i've and had Mura, that yeah. yeah no i don't Have think you? i've had that i think i've had like a variation of that um on my like that's a greek sweet yeah, i don't know I if it's that also... specifically but like because lebanon greek turkey there's a lot of like overlap Crossover. yeah, yeah. When it, especially when I it comes to sweets oh man yeah but it was so good and i'm just right. like wow if i hadn't met these awesome people who were so happy to have us in for like she was she was kind of like um she was kind of like a grandma in a way because she was like eat 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 and i'm like right. i seriously can't eat yeah. anymore um and she was so happy to have us and you know happy to have us filming in her yeah. house and and you just like if you if if I had been like, oh, well, I don't want you to be here because you're not originally from Australia. Well, first of all, I'm not originally from <laughs> Australia, so that would be dumb. Look but who's I talking. Never had, yeah, like I would have never had this awesome dessert. Yeah. And the director was like, oh, my gosh, I can get you the recipe. And I was like, I'll probably butcher it, but thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, I found a new, like, favorite dessert, which is amazing. And, and obviously that's one small thing, but I feel like, more people can have these experiences if they just let themselves and like a a good a really good way to i don't know like like obviously every now and then you're gonna meet someone who's maybe racist maybe sexist maybe homophobic like something like that and it's generally because i think because they're scared they don't understand it yes um sometimes they're just jerks uh that's totally fair but sometimes it stems from a place of being scared of it. And I feel like the more the conversation is brought out in the open, the more you share your own experiences, like, wow, well, I met these people and they were awesome. Yeah. They have this dessert and they practice this religion and it's so cool. Um, and the more you share that and the more you just kind of, like, the more you... The more open not. you become? Yeah, the more open yeah. you become, the more experiences you share, and the more that you just don't ignore any like comments made but i think address them you don't have the thing is like you don't have to be fighting you can just address them and be like why why do you you can even just say why do you think that 
Yeah. And sometimes it, they just don't have an answer for it. Yeah. They just think that because they've been conditioned to think that and yes. making them think about it is the real key. Yeah, so, there is a there is a very yeah. combative kind of perspective when it comes to people who hold those sorts of um, narrow views. Um, and it's it is hard to converse when if, if you meet someone um you know they, they they might be really nice but and they can be it can be super uncomfortable as well yeah you're like oh i don't want to upset them but sometimes it's okay to upset people a little bit if you're kind of opening their mind and yeah saying, and, hey and, why do you think that and not in like a and not in like a way that you're talking down to them but talking as equals because i think that's another misstep i think with you know um people trying to like convert people over to like not being a racist you know douchebag is that (laughs) is that sometimes it becomes very like well you shouldn't be doing this and you're bad at because you're doing that and it can be it can be very um ironically very aggressive uh towards them and they become defensive and you know dig in even more and nobody nobody wins i will say but um uh, jumping onto your uh, newfound love of that Lebanese dessert is that it's so good. I think a lot of people, if they tried a, f- a food from a different culture or a different ethnicity, um, like an ethnic group, I just I think that would actually solve a lot of problems. Like how often, like like it, it's it's hard to be exposed to the culture of someone different. Um, so if we, uh, take a look at, um, uh, so like here in Australia, like, you know, we have this weird perception that I, that's been soaked by a right wing extremist about, um, African youth gangs or, um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure like there's something about, um, people being racist towards people from like, of like parts of Asia and, um indigenous people here in australia as well but if you ate some of their food especially sweets i think desserts i think that breaks down a lot of barriers because everyone that's a really yeah everyone eats everyone has a favorite food everyone likes food i think i god i hope because i don't want to know those people who don't like food um and i just it's it's a it it's a level playing field to go back to the whole uh, women's professional sports is that it just, there's a sense of, okay, just say, um, you know, if, if just say we go out somewhere and like we go over to someone's place and, you know, I bring something that might be Italian and then you might bring something that's Polish and then, you know, we're going somewhere that's um, someone's like an indigenous person or I don't know, just whatever. And you just, it's a sharing of cultures that's really easy, you know, like it's just so simple and relatable and identifiable. Like it's not something that's um, hard to grasp for anybody. You don't need to understand the language. You don't need to understand, you know, like the history or the culture of someone's past or whatever you just eat the food and more or less, it's probably going to be tasty. And Honestly, that's a really good 
like that's that's the perfect first step for people who are maybe worried or like maybe you know a little bit like eh, yeah the fucking food you yeah. will like it <laughs> like I can almost guarantee you'll like it i'm yeah, such a exactly. eater and i love uh you know what pretty much everything i've come into contact with that's good that's that's There's good to hear always like a vegetarian version of something especially yeah. with a lot of the asian dishes which i'm super thankful for there's indian yeah. vegetarian stuff like honestly you add the meat sometimes so like um, but that's so good. And then I think it, to add on to that, I think celebrating with people. So, like, if, yeah. if you happen to have the food, but if you happen to have it at, like, some sort of celebration, that's an even better. Like, that. that's almost like a second step. Yeah. It's, like it's inviting. Meeting people. Yeah. yeah. Meeting these people. Like, do you want to go? Um, oh, like, like, I was just trying to look it up now, and I'm I'm really embarrassed to say that I don't know um it looks like it might be the widgeable people in in the lismore area of new south wales right when i first came here um and it was like our first or second day on campus there was a smoke ceremony to welcome us to country um and i went and it was so cool yeah and i had no idea and i i hadn't even heard of a smoke ceremony before um and you just had to kind of open your mind and be like hey this is really cool and we're yeah. gonna you know they, they walked you through everything and if it's if there's more stuff like that i know melbourne has a bunch of festivals like you can celebrate japanese culture you can celebrate indian culture you can celebrate all these things yes. there's different weekends for them go to them because they're so cool you get to eat so much food from trucks that like you will not oh, have room for everything exactly you get to see dances i actually really love the cultural dances because that's where i'm like that, that's right <laughs> I, I don't know like i love watching them um, yeah. You get to talk to people. You get to see so many people milling about. Like, that is so fun. Well, so like, remember. food and then meet people. Remember Dude. when we did, uh, like, that podcast uh, in December? We walked around yes. the city. And we just stumbled into that Tibet festival, whatever it was. That was so good. Yeah, I think it was Tibet. And that was, it was, it was like, like Tibetan festival. we were just, like, didn't even know those, like, that existed and that there was that many Tibetans. But there was. And, and they were there to party, they, and I was there for that. Like, that was awesome. To say that there was a lot of energy is a uh, gross understatement. It was it was a lot. And it was so, um, yeah, it was pulsating, you know? And, like, the smells and the sounds. Like, look, maybe as well, like, like we're obviously very um, open, uh you know progressive yeah yeah, very um decent people and you you see everyone in like you know as equals people yeah we're we're trying to yeah we're trying i mean i do swear a lot but i think that's my main fault so uh, i think (laughs) (laughs) that's it it. look everyone swears no matter what language you know it's another thing that's that that's actually another good thing as well learn um you know, get the swear words from a different language. Yeah. So if you're, you know, I don't know, like, like a, like a, like Mandarin or, 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 um, or Japanese or whatever, like, um, is it Portuguese? Mostly Portuguese and Spanish in like America. Um, uh, yeah. South yeah. America, Portuguese, um, Spanish. Yeah. Is like, learn like the, learn like the swear words. Like, you know, that sort of thing. Like, it's an exchanging of things, you know, it's, 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 that's what it is. And I just, I, I find 
that openness to be like, hey, if you're like really annoyed at your kids or like your boss, just use these words, you know? And then it just, it, it can like, yeah. Like what I was going to say was that it's easy for us to, to, to not be racist um, or homophobic or xenophobic or any other kind of bigoted, um, you know, sexist way. It's, it's easy for us not to, not to be that, you know? It's easy for us to have an open mind and to have uh, a wider perspective on things. But for people who, I guess, do have predilections towards that, be it being a different age, which is a big thing, um, oh, yeah, from a different yeah which i can understand and and, and you know like i i've heard people in their middle ages to to you know being like you know senior citizens who are they're not bad people and they might say something that might be racist or or homophobic in some way but it's not it's a weird thing it's like they're not in their mind they're not being racist like they probably they like the person that they're talking about or talking to. You know what I mean? It's weird because it, see, that's, that's where it gets difficult for me because a lot of people are like, Oh, it's from their time. And I'm like, well, that's cool, but they need to have some avocado toast and shut the fuck up and start getting (laughs) in our time. Yeah. Um, First of all, if If you haven't had avocado toast and you're not allergic to avocado or toast, what the hell are you doing with your life? Second of all, there's there's changing language and yes. while it can be really confusing and yeah sometimes I'll roll my eyes at some of the things that have come up like the word yeet but you know what it's really fun to say so I don't care what's um, yeet and, and oh it's it, like the kids the kids nowadays I'm trying to be hip with the kids oh god um a lot, We're a terrible lot of people at will doing be like, that. Oh, you need to just yeet that thing out of here but it means like to get rid of to kind of like forcefully push or throw away from yourself and you know what. I dig yeet it. I, I can dig thing. it. Like, sure. Yeah, like, I will yeet myself into the bin. Straight into the bin. Like, Perfect. I love it. Um, so that's, I guess, how you could use the word yeet. But okay. more importantly, I think, like, jokes are changing. So when people are yes. like, oh, this, you know, people can't have fun anymore. Yeah, we can, but we just want to be more careful of people's feelings. So when, yeah. when you say something like, um, I don't know, I've, I've heard... Uh, you know, jokes that range from, like, it could be racist, it could be sex, it could be, like, transphobic. I've heard a lot of those. And I guess jokes are sort of funnier when, like, I make a lot of jokes about myself, so I I don't really, um, but always kind of, if you punch up in comedy, like, if you make fun of, like, the people who who have it all and and can laugh and sort of, you know, like, wow, like, Americans going on vacation for the first time or like a family trip, something that everyone has or already Or Swedish people, you know, going, <laughs> going Swedish on. Swedish people are the best. Yeah. Like, which is what? Yeah. But yeah. like things like that, you know, things that don't really, no well, one's going to take offense at, but everyone no. can laugh at. Yeah. Like you everyone's can, experienced that. Yeah. Like you can talk about, you know, you, you have to have the experience and, you know, like, and talk about different things so like talk about race or talk about um you know like it, you know like it's, it's hard because like do i talk about you know being like an indigenous person and have jokes about that i probably won't um yeah because we don't have that experience so yeah and also i'm not you know indigenous yeah, but at the same time like i, I think with comedians that 
they're tasked in a way to explore those issues regardless of their you know their background in a lot of ways like you have they're there to sort of be on not on the edge but to like provoke and invoke and and have these conversations that you know like that we we don't want to talk about that but that we should be talking about and obviously there are some you know there's a lot like when i went to the comedy festival this year like you know, you, you do have a lot of people of color, people of different ba- uh, sexual background, um, identities and different um, sexual, uh, what's the word? Like preferences. Um, preferences. And, um, yeah. That's the word. Identities, preferences and, and, and gender identities. Yeah. And, and so they'll, yeah, they'll make like, fun of themselves. They'll make fun of other people, but yeah, it's done in a smart way. It's done in a way that doesn't feel like you're being insulted or, or offended you know, that's the thing, like, I and can't, I think like... the key there is that they have, they have that background. Yeah. They know that that's their life. And yes. And they, that's why they can make jokes like that. Yeah, so, like... like they know what to, yeah. Yeah, like, there was, um, like, Ricky Gervais is really great at it, but obviously he's, you know, a guy from Britain, and he's, but he's also, like, very progressive and left-wing and you know, loves animals and does everything he can for them. And he's sort of an atheist and, you know, like he, he denounces like organized religion and like all the damage that they have done and everything like that. And he says like a lot of the time comedians, you know, or the audience sort of just want people to say like, ah, racism's terrible. It's like, and then people, you know, like congratulate them. It's like, that's great. Like racism is terrible and should be denounced everything like that. But it's not funny. Like, just going out on stage and saying that is not a thing. And he was saying how, like, it feels like it's more of a point-scoring thing now or a pandering to um, people where it's it's just saying the most obvious thing and then that's it. Well, it doesn't... I mean, that's not even the comedic thing of it. The, sort of the... I guess, you know, a really... So this, this kind of... On, here it pokes fun at me so, all right um, I'll okay say it. So, so a a pretty a pretty good example of something right. that like someone doesn't have necessarily the most experience with but he is also an american resident so he can speak on that was yep. oh god what is he jim jeffries on yes. gun control yes right um, so he's not an american i don't think he's an american citizen um, okay, originally he's from Australia. Yes. But he can comment on that, and, like, anyone can comment on that because that's not, like, a thing that... I mean, it, it's a thing that a lot of people value, but he did it in such a way that it was very cleverly done. Right, okay. Um, and and so, yeah, he was poking fun at people that he didn't necessarily agree with, but, like, it was okay. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the kind of comedy that that's probably okay now, if he had been like, okay, now I'm going to poke fun at African-Americans, just in gen- like, that wouldn't have been okay. But there's, 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 there's a definite difference there. Yeah. Maybe if people don't see the difference, maybe, maybe wait on going into comedy. Maybe wait. Yeah, that's the um, thing, like, and, but, you get, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, and you're going to get people who are going to laugh for the wrong reasons as well, but you can't control that. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. going to be people in the audience... And if you make a joke that's like ironic or sarcastic and it's actually a smart joke about this or that, you're going to have people who are going to be like laughing at, oh, that's because blacks are bad. It's like, no. And then you're like, wait, no. But you Debra, can't. stop. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I'm sure there's a good de- couple Debras out there. Eh. I see. Deborah I Messing? I think she's pretty great. 
So who who is Deborah? I from Will and Grace. Forget that I live under a rock. Uh, you know Will and Grace, the sitcom. Yeah, is no. she an actor or? A yes, character? she's the the redheaded one. Uh, okay, she's Grace. She's probably she's probably. I'm sure she's fine. Oh right, from Will and Grace. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm sure she's nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. Now that I've said that, probably something <laughs> slanderous has happened recently. Yeah. So I'm just gonna really sit on the fence on this one and say she's probably a good person. Let's from just... all accounts. But going back to that, you know what? Uh, you know what a great joke is that yeah. is never gonna get old or offend anyone is the fact that i have a weird spelled name <laughs> ah and you laughed so yeah see you got me humor but in a healthy way is always perfect <laughs> that's the default right there that's my default <laughs> i love when people say like well i don't want to sound racist but it's just like oh you Oh man! Can we not? <laughs> you better Can have a lot of references and um, original sources for this text that you're about to unleash, because this is not going to end well uh, based on previous you history. Start to walk away like backwards, so you can kind of keep an eye on them in case they follow you. But you're just like, I guarantee, I don't want to hear this finished. <laughs> oh no! But you shouldn't actually. Going back to our our previous thing, you shouldn't walk away. Or ignore them because then they yeah. think that's probably okay. You should probably address that because it's very hard, but ultimately it will be worth it because we can change the world. Woo! Um, yeah. A little bit at a time. Sure yeah. thing. See? We can. God, what did I get so positive? And I know, what right? What do I do with the real Carolyn? Did I spell I... her name incorrectly? Like, yeah. Oh, see, that's three. That's three. Comedy in threes, folks. Yeah, that's it. Now you can't forget it. It's there every day in your head. Is it because you're acting? Maybe it is. Maybe it's it's that. And that you're, you know, like it's not, it's a, it's a uh, inspirational, motivational, uh, positive uh, element to your life. Maybe. That's re And I did just finish a contract with a job that I really liked as well. Yeah. I just, I guess I like the, sort of the idea of like doing things for the world, maybe. Right. If that makes sense. So like. When you write and you write stories, you write you write stories that mean something to you, and and I love reading that because yeah. that that means they're really super passionate about it. And I really like to take part in projects. This probably isn't making very much sense, but I really like to take part in Keep projects going. that um, we'll get there. Are I guess pr- projects that a probably like lift people's spirits. So I yeah, I I don't always love doing like dramatic things, but if I do a dramatic thing. I want it to be an important message. Right. Um, so, you know, I either want to, like, distract people from everyday life and give them something to laugh about or, like, something to, you know, like, oh, an action movie, cool. I can just yeah, excited. in this for, yeah. for, well, I've only done short films, so, like, what, for six minutes? Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it lasts way longer than that in uh, the mind. Think about it later. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, or, like... I've done a short film where it was like, we need more representation of LGBTQAI plus uh, characters. So yeah. that was a cool one. Cause I was like, wow, I'm not even the main character, but I'm in this little story. That's like super cool. And, and like, I'm the, you're love the, you're the yeah. girl. And yeah, it was so stuff like that really. really yeah. Makes like me happy. Yeah. Like, um, I guess this is a good point as any to segue, uh, uh yes. into, hey, it has been a, exactly an hour nice we're doing pretty well we're doing all right um dust off my hands yeah 
wait i've done my job here yeah. bye <laughs> <laughs> wait what yeah so oh. <laughs> oh god um that like with yeah like we're finishing like the script um a first draft is always terrible which um you have to get over um i have a weird way of writing where like i'll write and write and write and then i'll start to like do re revisions as i'm still writing the story like i haven't actually ended it yet and i'm still like oh maybe i'll change this and i'll change that and blah blah blah, blah. And i'll go back and forth throughout the script so it's not like in order at all so just getting to the end but itching to sort of like basically restart it because i've got an like a an evolving kind of idea for the story is really hard to do so like i think i just sort of like got to the end i was like i'm just gonna end it here so that i can just stop and then restart um but yeah, like, so like I'm caught in two minds about whether to go in one direction or go into another direction with it, uh, trying to get to a point where, where it can actually be filmed, you know, by a small group of people without having to like, you know, go through the whole Screen Australia or Film Vic funding process that can take years and years and years. And, you know, and then thinking about like how... Because, you know, with Screen Australia, like we're going through it now with one of our, like with a TV series that we're developing, uh, Christian and I, and where the inclusivity of it, the diversity is a huge part of trying to get funding. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. But it's also makes it difficult when you just want to tell a story um, because you have to start thinking about, okay, well, maybe this character needs to be... Um, you know, bisexual or gay or um, Asian, <clears throat> like, you know, South Korean or, oh, you know, like, I it's just... it was just, like, the workplace that was diverse. No, 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 no. Workplace. No, no, it's the, it's the, um, oh, the, look, Screen Australia is not super diverse <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like, that. it does throw some things out there. I mean, look, Screen Australia does what it can. I'm not going to badmouth it really that much, but I feel like it needs criticism sometimes because it's really the only major funding body in australia um it's the gatekeepers but like, there's no real alternative um there are oh, state funding okay. bodies but when you own when you have something where screen australia just holds all the cards meaning all the money it means that you, you have to play by their rules and i think that um neuters storytelling here in australia a lot but that's a subject for another day i am in the process of figuring out how to do, you know, all the redrafting for this script. Um, and just, you know, thinking about like, how will this, you know, be more, uh, how will this stand out, you know? And how, and, and what I, what am I telling with this story? <clears throat> am I just telling a story of people who are like just everyday people, but then is that interesting enough? Do they have to be a certain type of person? You know, like, do they have to be someone from the LGBTI um, community or do they have to be from a minority community or are they just, you know, um, straight and white, but maybe one isn't, but maybe one is, but it's like, it's very hard to figure out how to like make that work. Um, like, you know, the two main characters are women, so that's a, a big step, and they. Well, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, and like <laughs> that's, a, that's a start. And they, you know, they don't, you know, they're they're 
life doesn't revolve around guys, but like also life revolves around many things, which also includes relationships. So, you know, that's a mm. part of life. And, you know, just trying to figure out like the, the, the line to walk with it, you know, like, do I, do I add more diverse, like diversity, positive things into it? But am I then diluting the actual story because I'm trying to pander towards a certain thing? Or if I can find a natural fit for something, does that work? Or am I just, or is that too tokenistic? You know, like there's all these different, I guess, ways or perspectives to, to, to look at it. When all I just want to do is just tell a really good story that feels relatable and also f- kind of captures a moment that, you know, people, I guess, our age are feeling, you know, in, I guess, my own voice, but also a voice that I feel like doesn't necessarily have to, you know, doesn't necessarily mean that it's just because I'm a, you know, guy, you know, who's relatively young still, um, doesn't mean that it just narrows it down to that like it doesn't you don't have to be like me to get the story you don't have to be like me to relate to the characters you can be someone yeah. who's indigenous or who's well, i mean definitely a woman because they're women um or you know from a different culture or a different ethnicity or a different gender you know like i it's 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 a weird kind of like I guess time to be a white guy who wants to be, you know, like wants to, yeah, wants to be good, and who <laughs> and who wants to tell a story, but doesn't, and and wants to be inclusive, but also just wants to not feel like they're trying to like tick the boxes. Yeah, no, that's you know? totally fair. Do you know, okay, so my take on this, I've read some of the script. I haven't read all of, I haven't read the first draft, actually. Nice. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure I'll love it. Um, but just kind of going off of that, I have another writer friend who's also a cis white guy and yep. and has, ha, he has these story ideas, but I think his aim is to sort of always have a character in there that, who, who's different in some way so it's not just what you've normally seen from hollywood but he does it in such a way or he's at least trying to he wants to um because i know for for um like we could go through and we could we could pick out books that have been written by guys and the way they like talk or think in the girl's perspective is so funny so he likes to try and challenge himself with that and so he has one of his characters is female and it's a main character and he's like okay I really need to get into her head to write like she would be thinking. Right. Um, but then at the same time, he has characters who I, I, I'm not exactly sure, but um, some of them are minorities. Some of them are in the LGBTQAI community. Yeah. The whole thing is set, though, in a post-apocalyptic world. So at the same time, when you can mention this stuff and you can try and get in their head, yeah. sometimes it's not their first the first thing they're thinking about sometimes the first thing they're thinking about is just survival or just the story that's being told so it's interesting because i think you can do it in such a way and and i hope it'll it'll be a thing where you just go oh yeah this this character happens to be trans maybe this story is yes about them being exactly trans, that's but they are trans and yeah it's important to them but, but yeah, so yeah i think it's it's definitely a balance that you can get into um and if you do choose to have a character who 
is somehow different from the norm that you see, I think you can definitely make that an aspect of their life without changing your whole story for it. Like if I were going to write someone and I would be like, okay, this guy is gay, but he doesn't actually date anyone throughout this whole movie, but it's a part of him. So I think it, it's, it's yeah. a very delicate balance and it takes some practice, but I I feel like you can do it without just feeling like you're ticking boxes. Yeah. Um, if you want a different sort of perspective or anything like that in, in one of your characters or two of your characters or however many characters, screw it, have the whole, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'll have um, like 150,000, yeah. whatever, screw it. 150,000 characters. It can still be movie. made. It's basically Infinity Wars and yeah. Endgame. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> Times by Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that yeah. would that would about do it. Like that any any show that has like more than five main characters that you're trying to follow, and that's that's <laughs> your show right there. I yeah, that's my that's my aim all the time. Um, I guess well, especially recently, is if I'm gonna have characters that are different to how I guess my not my like my normality is, I don't want them to be defined by that difference. You know. I don't want this person to be defined by their sexuality or their color or their ethnicity or their religion. Um, you know, like I don't want them to announce that that's who they are. I want them, like you said, like just, they happen to be this and then move on from there. And I think genre works perfectly for it because it's like, um, like post-apocalyptic wasteland. Also these people, but you know, they're not going to announce that they're gay when they have to, like, you know, try to kill this mutant that's, you know, trying exactly. to, like, <laughs> you know, attacking them. By the way. Um, I just I thought I'd come out. In, yeah. Like, in my life as well. So, I don't know if anyone, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I am not straight. I'm, you know, for lack of better, uh, I kind of hate labels, but, like, for for most things, I just say, hey, I'm pansexual. It doesn't right. matter what gender, what whatever you are. But like, Do you feel comfortable time, in that, with that term? Like, with... Um, I go back and forth between right. bisexual and pansexual because right. um, if you look at the history, it used to be bisexual, and now it's... Um, now it's changed because it felt like it was only... Because we obviously we have more than two genders, and it yeah. felt like there was, like, sort of... Uh, ha- uh, the community is so divided. It, it feels <laughs> like it just is like bisexual is just male and female, but a lot of people take it to mean my gender and others. So it's kind of hard. That, so, that sort of makes sense in that yeah, way. Yeah. So I I'm happy with both terms. Yeah. Um, and de- it, depending on who I'm talking to, if it's like an older person, they'll know that term. Right. Whereas if it's a younger person, they'll know the term pansexual. But yeah. Normally, I just say whatever. I'm queer. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just so much easier. But it's also not the first thing that is going to pop into my head if I'm telling a story. Like, so if I'm <laughs> going, so I have this story about me going to the grocery store and being awkward. Yeah. But I'm not going to necessarily preface it with, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, in that way, in that way, I think that when you're telling a story, like, yeah. you have interesting characters and they've got a background, but I'm not going to. Well, knowing me, I probably would tell people my life story before I yeah. got to the end of this one. But most people probably just go, oh, I went to the store today. And it was really awkward. I dropped all my groceries, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think in that respect, like, we definitely need that diversity. But then we need stories with 
with focusing on that diversity. And then we need stories with, with those characters who are doing something totally different because that shows that they don't just have to be that. They don't just have to be focused on being gay. They can do anything. They can be a superhero, happen to be gay, maybe mention it once, and also do amazing things and save all these people. So, like, I yeah. think... I think you're on the right track. Keep going as you're going, and we'll yeah. see what happens. Honestly, this is gonna evolve and develop, like you said. This is the rough yes. draft? You can you can do anything. Why am I yeah, positive? I don't have what no idea. Carolyn, I am a little bit um, worried, to be honest. I'm uh, concerned. Yeah, I'm very concerned about what's going oh on in your head God, right now. Oh my God! What happened to me? Oh, this is no. too much Why positivity. Am I happy? Yeah. I don't like it. This is this is <laughs> that sounds like a classic. Um, uh, what's the word? I can't remember. Someone who's cl- like, it's a classic way of like being someone who's depressed or anxious. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, wait, I'm happy. Why am I happy? This shouldn't be happening. I'm always yeah, baffled. No, yeah. Whenever I get like, crazy. yeah, whenever I get way too like ecstatic about something or like when things are happening, I'm just like, oh no, this isn't, why should this be happening? I don't know why this is happening. Why am I feeling like, this good right like now when about things it? go right for yeah. you, you're like, you mistrust it and you're like, yeah. wait a minute. Like I finished my whole script. How is that possible? Yeah, it's like, no, for I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> like I wrote, like, and I and I read through it. Um, It's terrible, but it's not, if that makes sense. Like I know that it can be a lot better, but I'm reading through and going, oh, this isn't shit. Okay. So, like, you know, the dialogue's not too bad. I can see, like, there's a lot of improvement there. But just, like, you know, reading and going, okay, so I actually wasn't, you know, bad at this. You know, like, it's not... And But even that was weird because I kept going through going, okay, now it's going to be bad. 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 <laughs> you know, and look, there, there are a lot of, you know, very messy moments in it and, you know, things that just don't really work. But that's all part and parcel of it. But it's one of those things where it's, like, just expecting going reading through it and going, why did I do this in the first place? Of course I'm not supposed to be a writer, you know? But that didn't mm. happen, and I was confused by that. Because it's like, no, I should be getting to that point now where I'm not good at this. And going on for that like whole thing of being, you know, concerned about being happy, <laughs> why that's a thing, <laughs> is that like... That is my jam. Yeah, so like um, I reached out because I want to... Because, like, the Melbourne International Film Festival is coming up very soon. And I'm going to go check out many, many films. I've already booked 10 sessions so far. And I want to try to watch maybe 20 films throughout the couple of weeks. Unfortunately, I will not be here for, like, the last three days because I'll be flying to New Zealand. So that does kind of narrow down some of my options. But that means I won't be here for, like, the whole thing. (sighs) well that's to be expected um yeah and i reached out to some like film publications to be like hey i'm going to review a bunch of films but from the perspective of someone who also has a full-time job and i said some other things as well um you know nice yeah and like (laughs) nice things yeah and um one publication came back and said yeah sure we'll we'll back you on that and, and and run your run your um reviews so that was pretty cool. And in my head, I'm like, oh, oh no, that's what, like, why did I do this? Like now I've got to write them. And what, what if I'm terrible at it? And like, what if I miss a film and, and like all these things going, I was like, I'm not good. Like, why did I even think that this was a good idea? 
you know, and are they going to be like annoyed that I won't be able to like go to the closing night, you know, gala and all that sort of stuff. Like, I'm just like, when am I going to, no. when am I going to watch? You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, be great. So hopefully I get a media pass as well. I, 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 I've, I have reached out for that as well. And, but yeah, like that's another thing where it's like, this happened and it's a good thing. And if I do it really well, um, maybe it, it, it takes me to uh, an, another level uh, and, and maybe there's more work there that's that, that, that could be conducive to what I want to do. But... Well, you do like writing articles. I do. You write many of them. Yes. If you want to hear an article by Nick, read directly by Nick, please email oh, him God. at iwritearticles at nickisgmail.com.au.no. <laughs> capital N, capital O. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just those, though. Everything else is lowercase. Yeah, don't I noticed something, though. The last time I think we were this positive was, like, in in January, like, when we had our first... And we were so excited oh, yeah. about the year. Yeah. So uh, I think it comes every six months. Yeah. I think we can expect one in December or January again. We'll um, be completely we'll just, be like, just yeah. yeah. We'll be we completely burnt out. We can solve world hunger too. Perfect. We can do uh, anything. We can fly to Mars. I mean, we could. We could. Like, let's be real. We could because I mean, you can. Not, yeah. It's not impossible. Well, you, you can. It just takes like a month to get there. So you just have to. <laughs> yes. I was going to say like three or four years but a month sounds month sounds doable well i don't think it takes that long like i think wait does it take a month to get to the moon Hang on. no because the moon's like no it's quite close so i think it takes about a month to go to mars as well as long as you don't run out of fuel and then it takes a lot longer because you'll not go anywhere well you'll drift like you'll get somewhere eventually but you will starve in the process so um Wait, why don't you just send another spaceship out after the first one, and then they can, like, tugboat it back? Right. See, I've solved everything. So here We're we go. Fine. <laughs> I am on the Mars1.com site. Why did I say .com? Anyway. The trip would take have a... around seven months. Seven months? Yeah. Wait, do you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of that Disney ride where they put you in, like, G-Force, and they, like, put you to quote-unquote sleep. And then they uh, they tell you that it was like a month of no. I'm just I'm just rambling. Has, see, I did that when I was a kid, <laughs> so clearly I think that's how you get to Mars because yes. it stuck with me as an adult. Clearly, BT Dubs. I would not actually do that ride now because I I just feel like I'm my anxiety is far too high <laughs> to do any sort of ride like that ever again. <laughs> It just, there's no way that it could, like, deal with that, really. Oh, it definitely couldn't. Because now that I know that how they put you in G-Force is just spinning really fucking fast. But yeah. you're in the dark, so you don't know. Ooh. But I know it now, so I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. See, some t so. look, it's great to be open to new experiences. But sometimes those new experiences can be devastatingly uh, destructive to your mental capacity. So... Yeah, but yeah. food and like celebrations shouldn't be that way. Yes. It's mostly just roller coaster rides Definitely. that I can't deal with. So, um, yeah, we can all we can all agree on that.